Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello and welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I've got a solo episode for you today. But before I get into that episode, I just wanted to share with you real quickly that if you are interested in meditation, maybe you've tried meditation, it didn't work for you, it actually made you more frustrated, or you want to try it and you're like, I don't know where to start. Maybe you downloaded some apps and you're still like, I still don't know what to do. If you need more guidance and you really want to give it a try, I have a three-week beginner meditation and mindfulness program for you. It is... 15 minutes a day, five days a week. And the cost is just $19.99. And what happens is you will get three weeks of meditation. At the beginning of every week, you will get an email sent to you with the meditation recording and some journaling prompts and thoughts for you to jot down when you're done the meditation. And what the purpose of this is to get you in the habit of of meditating, of sitting still, of connecting with your breath and connecting with the thoughts going on in your head and to really connect with your intuition so that you can then move forward into the next stages of your meditation practice and really being a part of this mindfulness and living your life how you want to live. And it gives you the guidance. All you have to do is follow the steps that I give you. There are no questions. Everything is right there for you. You just have to sit down for less than 15 minutes a day, five days a week and do the work. That's it. Now, if this is you and you're interested in grabbing this program, head on over to NikkiGingrich.com slash programs. That's programs with an S, NikkiGingrich.com slash programs. You can sign up there. You can get the DIY or you can sign up for additional coaching. There are two options for that. If you feel as though you're going to need more accountability or you're looking for big growth and big change, then you're going to want to sign up for the coaching options. And it's just one to four coaching calls, 30 minutes, 30 minutes each call, and you would get a call a week if you sign up for the four coaching calls. And it just gives you that extra accountability and it will allow you to take that growth, a quantum leap, that growth that you're looking to get. So again, it's NikkiGingrich.com slash programs. Go check it out uh, if you're looking for a really great beginner meditation and mindfulness program. Real short, real efficient for you from the beginning. All right, so today's topic that we're going to talk about is something that's been coming up for me. And it's something I've really been working on. So I'm not perfect at this. I have slipped up. I have messed up. I, yes, but I'm trying and I'm working. And if you listen to my podcast last week with Rena Mushaw, we even talked about how this is a process and we are trying and we are learning and we are just doing the best that we can and we are not 
perfect. And if you haven't listened to that podcast and you're looking for work-life balance, you need to go listen to it because Rena's interview is incredible and she's an amazing woman talking all about work-life balance for working moms and saying, guess what? It is possible and you can do it. Uh, And we do, she learned through trial and error of just trying new things. So this is something I've been trying lately because it's, it's been a challenge for me. And I'm like, I, I need to, to fix this, to do this differently. And what is this thing that I'm talking about? I'm talking about being patient with my children. It is so hard to be patient with my children lately. It's, we are, as I record this, we are one week away from moving. And when this goes live, we'll be in the week that we're moving. And so there's a lot going on around our house. There's a lot of phone calls we need to make. There's a lot of packing that needs to be done. We are working with limited supplies because we've packed up a lot of stuff. We're, you know, we're also trying to work and the kids are going to summer camp and on some days they're home and we're trying to work with them home. And then we're getting all of this news about school, but I don't, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen, but there's all of this speculation about what school's going to look like in a month from now. And what that has meant for me is it, there's just a lot going on. I'm short-tempered. I have a very short fuse. I don't have the patience that I want to have. I, I'm not showing up for my children how I want to show up. I'm more frustrated and angry than I'd like to be. And just last week, I don't know where I heard it. So I apologize that I can't give credit to the person I heard this from. But the question I've been asking myself is, how can I be more calm? And when I find myself getting angry or frustrated, or I just got angry or frustrated and yelled, I walk away going, how can I be more calm? How can I be more calm? And by asking myself that question, it's allowing me to number one, be aware And I'm aware of the moments where I'm not showing up as my best self. And by being aware of that moment, I can then look back and say, okay, what can I do differently so that I can show up calm in this moment? What can I do for my children right now? And for me, one of the big sticking points is bedtime. My kids have been staying up later. It's the summertime. There's just a ton going on. And when we started summer camp, that meant the kids were going back to Kung Fu, which meant we're not getting home until, you know, they're not getting home till six, seven o'clock at night. And then we're trying to make dinner so that that rush of the evening time is back that and it's not every night, but it's it's happening. And it's just that reminder of when everything, you know, was, I want to say the word normal, but nothing's normal. But when, you know, five, six months ago, that's what life was like. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, we need to fix this. We need to fix this. And not saying we, but really saying I need to fix this. And by I need to fix this means I need to fix myself. I need to be more aware. And when I can show up for me and I can show up how I want to show up, then that's going to allow everybody else to show up how they can show up. And I can be present for them and I can be patient and I can give them, give my kids and my husband and the house everything that it needs in that moment. So for me, that is stopping and asking myself, how can I be more calm? And like I said, bedtime's a really tough time for me. And the kids are in and out of their rooms. They've been doing a lot of sleepovers lately, which means they're staying up even later. And so we don't have that really strict routine of bedtime of bath, brush your teeth, let's go read a book, let's sing a song, let's go to bed. It is very loosey-goosey right now, uh, bedtime. And I, I am okay with that to a point. But what I realized the other night as I was 
could feel myself getting angry or I likely already got angry and I thought, okay, how can I, how can I do better here? How can I be more calm in this situation? And I realized I could be more calm by number one, putting down my phone because when I'm ready to check out, I, I don't want the kids ask a million and one questions. I just don't have the, the bandwidth to answer their questions to, hey, mommy, watch this. Hey, mommy, do you see what I'm doing? Like what I'm doing over here. What does this mean? What does that mean? Oh, and you just want to be left alone. Like you just want to crawl into a little dark hole and have nobody talk to you. That's, you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That's where I've been. Okay. How can I show up more calm when that's how I'm feeling? What does that mean for me? What do I need to do? And for me, that is, if I put my phone down, then I can be more present. And when I'm more present, I feel better. Nothing in my phone is more important than my children. And sometimes that's hard to remember because when you're ready to just check out, it's so easy to just sit and scroll like, dude, I just need to check out. Don't talk to me. I just want to scroll, right? But that's not... That's not working right now. And I can create time to sit and just mindlessly scroll. But there are times where I'm like, if I show up here, if I spend the 15 to 30 minutes showing up for my kids right now, I'll get that, you know, time to just sit and zen out and scroll because they'll be in their rooms and they'll be calm and I would have shown up for them. So what I've been working to do, and again, not perfect at it, haven't done this every single night, but when I do do this, it works so well that even though the kids don't ask to read, for me to read to them anymore. Uh, my oldest uh, is going into second grade and he can read. So I don't really read him books anymore, but the youngest is just kind of learning his sight words and recognizing words. So looking at that and saying, how can I, he likes when I sit and read with him and it does calm him down. And sometimes at the end of the day, and I'm like, I just don't have it in me to read you a book. Would you just go to bed? Right? But I know that if I sit and spend those 10 minutes with him reading a book, it makes the night so much easier. So sometimes I have to take that deep breath and breathe in and breathe out and just say, would you like me to read you a book? And if I do that, it makes the night so much better. Yes, are they still in and out? But for some reason, and it's likely because we've connected, that my, my kids and I have connected. We have sat down and I've spent time with them. Um, you know, I've done that for them, for myself, that, you know, when they're coming in and out of the room asking for, I need a water or this or that, or can you come the, my one is sleeping in one of those happy nappers. You likely have seen the commercials because he's sleeping over in his brother's room. And he's like, can you come zip up my happy napper? Can you come? And you're just like, oh my God. But for some reason, when I sit and read him that book, and it just feels like we've gotten that time to sit and connect. And I'm like, okay, we can do this. All right. We, and I have a little bit more patience to tell my husband, can you pause the show one more time? I'll be right out. Let me, let's just do this. And it's just, and then they're, they feel like they've already connected and they're, they're not looking for that extra connection at that time of the day at like, as they're trying to go to bed, cause they're just looking to connect with me. So how can I be more calm? I can be more calm by showing up in those little moments, allowing them to connect with me so that it allows them to fall asleep easier and allows them to, you know, disconnect a lot easier at that part because I've already spent that time with them. Uh, just this morning, I didn't do very well in this situation where I was very stressed out. We had a very rushed morning. Uh, the kids have to wear certain shirts to summer camp. Uh, my husband did the wash yesterday, but he, when he put them in the dryer, he ran the dryer, but he didn't rerun it. The clothes were still wet. And I hadn't realized that I had, I knew that he did the laundry, hadn't checked the clothes. I still had to make lunches this morning. It was, it was a crazy morning. 
and I would just need it peace and quiet. And the kids were in the back of the car as I was dropping them off. They wouldn't stop talking to each other, but I just needed that peace and quiet. And I just turned around and I yelled at them and I was just like, guys. And after I did that, I apologized as we dropped them off. I said, guys, I'm sorry. It was just a very crazy morning. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm in a bad mood and I'm a little cranky and I shouldn't have yelled at you and I'm, I'm sorry. And in that moment, I could look back as I got in the car after dropping them off saying, how could I, how could I have been more calm in that situation? I could have paid attention last night to saying, how can I prep for the morning? I wasn't prepared for this morning at all. I was not prepared for this morning. I waited to wash like their lunch packs until late last night. So then they dried overnight. And, you know, I didn't check to see if their clothes were clean. Like, how could I have been more calm this morning? I could have taken 20 minutes to prep for the next day. And that would have made the day so much calmer because I wouldn't have been rushed around finding them their shirts, putting them in the dryer, getting their lunches packed. You know, it just, it would have made things so much easier this morning. And that's what I could have done. I couldn't ask my kids to do more. Like, yes, could they have done more? Absolutely. Put their shoes on, get their clothes on. But guess what? They're boys and they're kids and they're loud and they are rowdy and they wanted to play with each other. I can't fault them for that. I can't fault them for the fact that we didn't check for their clothes to make sure that they were dry and that they had to be in the dryer. I, I can't blame them for that. But, and I, I can't control them in that situation, but I can control myself and I can take care of myself. And this is where self-care comes in. This isn't the self-care that you think of, of I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to go get my hair done. This is the self-care of how do I make my life easier self-care or asking my husband say, Hey, could you wash their asking for help. Could you wash their dishes? This morning, I could have said to my husband, because he's home today, he's working from home today, but I didn't ask him to say, hey, I've got to do this. Can you just make their lunches? Like, can you do that really quick? Instead, I got irritated with him because he just didn't make them. Like, I could have used your help today. And I didn't think to ask him or I thought about it, but I was already in a bad mood. So it was just one of those days where there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of things going on. There's a, there were a high stress where one week from moving, but asking myself, how can I be more calm? And maybe that's the question you want to be asking yourself, but what I want to share with you and how I want to close out this podcast is we learn by trying new things. We learn by testing things out, by being aware of what's going on in our lives and saying, how can I shift this and how can I change this to do differently, to do better? And maybe that question is, how can I be more calm? Or maybe the question is, how can I do better? When you see those patterns repeating of I'm yelling at my kids and I don't want to yell at them, I'm apologizing to them or bedtime routine is such a pain in the neck. I just, I can't do this anymore. And that's what I started to notice was bedtime routine was really getting to me. It was really getting under my skin. And the question, how can I be more calm? How can I make this better? How can I do better? What could I have done differently in this situation to make it better? I could take the 10 minutes to read my son a book. And that's just what he wants. And that makes the night so much more calm. I can take the 10 minutes the night before to make sure that lunches are prepped and packed for the next day. And that their kids close because I'm not used to, this is the first week the kids had their shirts. So being prepared to say, oh my God, are their shirts clean? I didn't even think 
to have their shirts cleaned. And my husband did. He did the laundry yesterday. He thought to have their cleaned, but the clothes were still wet in the dryer. There was too many clothes in the dryer. To think, to check last night to say, oh, do they have their shirts for tomorrow? So now that's, we learn and we change when big emotional things happen. So because of this morning that we had, I'm likely to say, oh my God, I don't want to experience that again. So I'm gonna make sure that I have the kids shirts cleaned for school tomorrow. I'm gonna make sure that the kids have clothes and next week's going to be very different because we're moving next week. But this is, this is what it's about. It's about being mindful of what's going on in our lives and then having the self-awareness to say, how can I do this differently? And how can I do this better? And maybe I'm not, I'm not going to be perfect at it. I'm going to take one step forward and maybe two steps back, but I'm going to keep going. Okay. I, I messed up again. That's okay. Giving myself grace. I'm in a learning process. Let's do differently again the next time. And you just keep learning and you keep trying and you keep doing it better and you keep doing it differently. And that's how eventually you allow that snowball effect to allow you to be better down the road. It takes one small baby step at a time and it's not always going to be forward movement. It's not always going to be this big giant leap forward. Think about weight loss. You're not just going to go ahead and lose 10 pounds in a week and be like, this is amazing. You're probably going to lose a pound or two maybe you'll have a big jump, but you might go backwards a little bit. You might gain another, you know, you might lose five pounds and maybe gain two back. And then you're like, okay, oh, got to get back on track. I got to get myself back. And then you lose another three pounds. You're like, all right, I'm back to where I was. This is great. Gain another pound. Okay. It's okay. We're just going to keep making forward progress. And even if that means we take a step back, because every time we take a step back, we learn. And every time we have that experience, we know we want to do better next time. And it is repetition, doing something over and over and over again. And it is also the definition of insanity, but that is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting the same result or a different result. I'm sorry, expecting a different result. This is doing something over and over again. When you know, when I do this thing, when I ask myself, how can I be more calm? When I say, if I, why I just need to go sit down and read a book with my son. And if I do that over and over and over again, because I know that it works, then I'm going to get better at it. And it's going to become something that naturally happens. And I won't have to consciously think about it anymore. So when you want to create that habit, you find what's working really well for you. And you just do it over and over and over and over and over again, until it gets embedded into your subconscious. And it's just a habit now. It's just a part of something. It's a part of you. It's something that you do without even thinking. That's like meditation for me. That is sitting down and recording these podcasts. That is Uh, exercising, you know, all of those things that is having my smoothies in the morning to get my vegetables in my body that is drinking the water and, and taking my, my, my juice plus in the morning. It is all of these things have become habit because I've done them over time. And I've consciously done them because I know how I feel afterwards after I do them that I just do it anyway. And that's what it eventually becomes. So is there something in your life that you're wanting to change or wanting to shift and do differently? become aware of it, and then come up with that question that you can ask yourself when that situation happens. How can I do this differently? How can I do this better? How can I be more calm? And really being aware of those situations and and then being aware of how you can do it differently and really visualizing yourself doing it differently the next time. And then when the next time shows up, you're, you're likely going to be able to change that situation. So how can I be more calm? I can be more calm by asking myself that question over and over and over again, finding an answer and then doing it. So what is the question you need to be asking yourself so that you can make those shifts in your life?
All right. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being with me, being here with me on this stepping up journey. And I just appreciate you so much. And if this episode resonates with you and you know it will resonate with somebody else, please go ahead and share it with them. Take a screenshot, share it on your IG stories, tag me in it. Let me know that you're listening. Send me a message that you listened to the episode and what you got out of this episode today. And just let me know because I love hearing from you. I love hearing from listeners about what they're benefiting from this podcast and from what I have to share. And and I'm just living my life and sharing this journey alongside with you. Thank you for joining me. And until next time, have a great day. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.